Hello and welcome to a Word for Word podcast with me, Willette Toy. We are on episode 10 and we are still on the word new. We have been on the word new throughout the month of March and it has been absolutely exciting and has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, the results of it all have been um, just mind-blowing. Um, people have been expressing how much it has blessed them, how much it has allowed them to search their hearts, and how much it has allowed them to just sit and ponder on the things in their life that are old and that are, you know, where they need um, a, something new, where they need the newness of Christ to come in and be everything that they need him to be. We talked about in episode eight, how God was doing a new thing in us and how he was doing great things such as putting paths in the middle of our wilderness places and streams in the middle of rivers in the middle of deserts. And I mean, those are miracles. Those are miraculous. Those are things that don't happen in every day. And so for God to give us that promise that that's what he's doing in our lives, that is exciting. So I, I, I hope that you are able to literally apply that word to your life, to those places in your life that is a wilderness, those places in your life where things have dried up. I pray that you are applying that to your word. Episode nine, we talked about how God was giving us a new heart and how we had to be truthful <clears throat> with ourselves about some things. We had to be honest about some things about ourselves and we had to allow God to come in and heal and and remove, you know, the stoniness. You know, we, sometimes we don't realize how how much trauma, how much, you know, hurt, how much pain, how much disappointment has gripped us. And we don't realize that our hearts have become stony. But the word of God says that he will give us a new heart. So I hope you all have allowed yourselves to just sit and allow truth to overtake you and allow truth to bring you to a place where you are actually, you know, allowing him to remind you and, and actually in some cases um, regurgitate and, you know, those things in our memories. Because some of us, we have suppressed some things in our lives. So I'm hoping that you are allowing him to literally bring those things back up in your life so that you can deal with them and so that you can um, move forward in freedom so that you can move forward in 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 healing you can move forward in hope you can move forward in peace and in joy and that you're no longer plagued by the pain and the rejection and the rebelliousness and the hurt and the trauma and of the past so I'm hoping that you are allowing God to do that. So today we are going to talk about still the word new, but we're talking about being a, cre- a, a new creation. The word of God tells us that, you know, um, when we are in Christ, second Corinthians, as a matter of fact, five and 17 says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come and we want to get to a place where we are embracing the new. How do we embrace the new? We search the word of God. And as we search the word of God, we find out what it means to be Christ-like. We find out what it means to be in Christ. And so at that point, we become that new creation. We become more Christ-like. You know, Christ is not prejudice. He is love. Christ is not 
temperamental. Christ is very balanced. Christ is not sinful. Christ is righteous. He he goes on the side of righteousness. He goes on the side of peace. He goes on the side of joy. You know, he he's not um he's not up and down. He's not in and out. He's not the mean girl. He's not the bad boy. He you know, Christ is the is is the one who can settle us and keep us and you know, and and that's how our lives should look. We should be settled. We should be kept. We should, you know, we should not be falling, allowing ourselves to walk into temptations, um, you know, and, and here's the thing with that. Even when we are finding ourselves still operating in our new nature, that says to me that I need to get more in. That means I need to get more in his word. I need to get more in prayer. I need to get more in worship. You know, when I'm finding myself falling into the old patterns, the patterns of the world, when when I'm falling into fear, when I'm not letting patience have its way, when I'm falling into depression or when I'm going, you know, when I'm getting to the point where I'm, you know, I'm temperamental or I'm getting frustrated, then that means I need to pull away and get more in, get more in Christ because that's the old nature. The old nature is that nature that is full of the things of the world. And I'm a part of a new creation. I'm in Christ. So I am a new creation. So how I respond, how I react. And I know I say that a lot, how we respond and how we react because responding and reacting is the thing I believe that trips a a lot of us up because we don't necessarily pause a minute. One year, God gave me the word pause. And he said, this year, I want you to do more pausing before you speak, before you respond, before you react. I want you to pause because sometimes we don't pause before we react. We don't pause before we respond. And so we ended up, we will end up responding out of our flesh. We'll end up responding out of our hurt. We'll end up responding out of the nature of the atmosphere versus responding how Christ would have us to or reacting how Christ would have us to. And again, this comes from being and having a more disciplined life. So again, when we find ourselves not acting in the new creation, not acting like Christ, Christ is love. Christ is sacrificial. He, he sacrifices. He, he gives beyond measure. He, he, and and I can't stop saying he loves, he loves unconditionally. So outside of us acting outside of that Christ-like nature, then that means we have to get more in Christ and we have to allow him to help us become that new creation and not, not just a new creation and, you know, our righteousness and unrighteousness, but even a new creation and how we think the things we desire, the things we want, the things, um, you know, we're willing to, to go, go after and try, you know, I, I find myself in Christ, you know, I have more aspirations. I have more dreams. I have more visions, you know, of, of, of doing things, you know, of going back to school and, you know, I have more aspirations of, you know, desiring to have businesses and more streams of income. Whereas, you know, outside of Christ, you know, yeah, I may have thought about it, but I I don't know that I've necessarily was that much of a go-getter for it. You know, I don't know that I really had the confidence for it because, you know, outside of Christ, when you have low self-esteem, when you've all, when you're living in this cycle of disappointment, you don't want to try anything. But in Christ, I have that boldness. I feel like I have that backup. (laughs) I have that, you know, that, that person, that, that, that wall that backs me up 
that says, you know, you got this, that wall of encouragement that says you got this. And so I, it's easy, easier for me to flourish forward because I know that I'm going in the strength, in the hope, in the promises of God. And, and so with that, I have more of a boldness to go forth. And so, yes, that's a part of being a new, cre- a new creation in Christ. You know, it gives you, it takes the ceiling off. It takes the glass ceiling off. And it allows you to soar beyond even what you normally would think, even soar beyond what your family has done, soar beyond what you, what you see in your neighborhood, soar beyond, you know, what it is your, your job offers. It, it allows you to soar beyond. So you have to allow yourself to become the new creation. You have to allow yourself to be okay in the safety and the boundaries of Christ. Because a part of being in Christ and a part of being a new creation, a new creature in a new creation in Christ, is also is to be in obedience to to him, to be in obedience to the word. And a lot of people will say that, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be saved. You know, I gotta live this strict, stringent life. You know, no, it's a life of boundaries. It's a life of safe borders. It's a life of safe walls. And I have found, I have personally found that I tend to flur I have I have flourished more in Christ than I did outside of Christ. Because and I have found that I have been safer in Christ than I have been outside of Christ. Because if I hear God say, No, don't do that, and I don't do that, then He has is safety. If I hear God say, and, and here's the thing. All of us have gotten to a place where we have done things in Christ that we know God didn't really give us that total peace to do it and we paid for it. But I I call those life lessons where we live and we learn. You know, those are wisdom factors where we understand that, you know, we have to be obedient. We have. Why wouldn't you want to be? It's like a parent with a child. Why wouldn't you want why you want your child when you tell your child don't touch that stove because it's hot? You're telling them that because of safety. You don't want them to get burnt. And that's how the Lord loves us to the point where he tells us, Don't go there, don't do that, don't partner with that person, don't, you know, don't don't spend that money because he knows what's to come. And as we are obedient, as we are obedient as the new creation, because the old creation is rebellious, but as we are obedient as a new creation, we find ourselves in the safe place and we find ourselves flourishing even the more. So yes, in Christ, in this, in this week of the word new and becoming a new creation, I encourage you all to allow yourselves to search the word of God and learn who Christ is. As you learn who Christ is, then you can know how and what you should be, how and what you should look like. So that's what we should be doing on this week, searching out the word of God so that we can see who is Christ and how, and what does it mean to be Christ-like? What does it mean to be that new creation in him? So let's talk about that for a minute. Let's talk about just really quickly, some of the attributes of Christ. Amen. Okay, so let's talk about some of the characteristics, the attributes of Christ. 
um, and this will help us be able to govern ourselves a little bit. And this is, of course, not all of it, but it's just a few of the characteristics that um, we want to take on as being new creations in him and how we should look like this. This is, again, the template of, of how we should compare. So we talk about Jesus being compassionate. He is compassionate. And when we think about compassion, we think about having compassion towards a person or towards a group or towards a situation. You know, we, we want to be, he, he was very compassionate. You know, Jesus was moved when he saw, you know, the poor. He was moved when he saw those hurting. He was moved when he saw those who needed healing. And we should be, we should have that same compassion. They should, we should all have in your new create. In your new creation, you should have a passion for something. There should be something that gives you passion. There should be something that you have a passion towards that you want to see change, that you want to see better, or that, you know, as intercessors that you just have that burden for, that you're constantly, you know, praying on, you're constantly praying about it. You know, there's, we should be compassionate. We should have a passion for something in Christ. We should have a passion. So what is your passion? What 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 are you compassionate about? What were you compa- who are you compassionate towards? And begin to feed, you know, that in yourself so that can grow so that you can be effective for Christ. So you want to be compassionate. Um, he was a servant. Jesus is a servant. He served others and others. And again, when we talk about being um, compassionate and having a passion, then that that passion should then transcend into us serving in those areas and us putting our feet to them. See, it's one thing um, to have a passion and we don't do anything with it. But in Christ as a new creation, that passion should turn into servitude. That passion should make us want to go. And if like, say, if your passion is the homeless, that that passion should make you want to go and help the homeless in some type of way. If your passion is, you know, um, a, a, um, young children, you know, that passion should make you want to go and put yourself in a setting where you can help young children. So Christ is loving. And look how this is lining up. He has a, he has, he's compassionate. He has a passion for something. He becomes a servant and he's also loving. So, yeah, so as we are operating and flowing in our passion and and as servants, they should feel the love of Christ. They should not, they should feel love. They should not feel like we're doing this as a job. They should not feel like we're doing this because we need volunteer hours. They should not, we, if this is your passion, the, the people who you are serving should feel love. They should they should feel that you are there to help them, that even if their walls are up and even if they are afraid and even if they're not sure about you, or but as time goes on, love will pull those walls down. Love will pull those walls down. So another attribute of Christ is he's forgiving. He is forgiving. You know, I tell people all the time, you know, forgiveness is, um, forgiveness is, is, is hard, but it's easy. You know, forgiveness is one of those things where you have to make a conscious choice and you have to put forth, a a a a, a, a um, intentional act to say that, you know, in spite of what this person or what this thing or what this situation did to me personally that caused me pain, that caused me trauma, 
I'm going to choose to forgive. And that's Christ. He is forgiving because things are going to happen to us in life. But if we keep holding on to it, that's why we have to tell God when we talked about it the last episode, that's why we have to ask God to cleanse our heart daily. Lord, cleanse my heart daily because stuff will happen. Things will come. So he is, he is forgiving and we should be forgiving. He is committed. He is committed. And our being a new creation, you know, I talked about, you know, my, my old, my old man is wayward. Our old man is not disciplined. Our old man doesn't want discipline. Our old man doesn't want you know, consistency. Our old man, it, it just, just doesn't. It, anything that give, doesn't want borders, it doesn't want safe walls. It just wants, you know, have, you know, I remember the whole thing when everybody was talking about YOLO. You only live life once. So everybody was doing all kinds of stuff. No, no. Some of that YOLO stuff, you know, you're not going to, you didn't recover from. So we want to, um, we want to be committed. We want to be committed to our passion. We want to be committed to our families. We want to be committed to our relationships. We want to be committed to whatever it is God called us to do. We want to be committed to our prayer life, our study life. We want to be committed to the jobs that we have, the business that we birth. We want to to have commitment. We don't want to be up and down. We don't want to be in and out. We don't want to be wayward. We don't want to be tossed to and fro. We want to be committed. We want to be committed in prayer. We want to be, like I said, in study. We want to be committed to whatever it is that God has placed in our hands. We want to be committed to it. Amen. So God, Christ was prayerful. He 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 was a, he prayed constantly, and we ought to as well. That's how we know and learn what our passion is, and how we how we become compassionate towards something we is it's in prayer those things are fostered in prayer servitude is fostered in prayer love is fostered in prayer commitment is fostered in prayer we we those things are in prayer because in prayer we release and we receive in prayer we pour out and we get poured in in prayer we ask and it's answered so prayer is where everything that we need is in prayer Everything that we need, everything that we need to do is should be fostered in prayer. Amen. Christ was gentle. He was gentle. We we have to be gentle with one another. And guess who else we got to be gentle with? Ourselves. We have to be gentle with ourselves. So yes, he was gentle. He was kind-hearted. He was nice. You know, are we nice? Are we kind-hearted? Are we the mean girl and the bad boy? No, not as a new creation. As a new creation, we're nice, we're kind-hearted, and we're gentle. He was patient. And I know that's a big one because we don't want to be patient. We don't want to wait. We don't want to, you know, allow time to process things in fullness. You know, we, we want the microwave effect. We want the fast food effect. One thing COVID helped me do um is not you know I, I I cooked but now I cook you know all of that going out and fast food and running around and even just fast food because I wasn't eating a lot of quote-unquote fast food but I was going out to get food and and purchase food but now I cook and I let time I let the time to process cooking food and I enjoy it there's this it's becoming an art to watching it all come together 
So we have to be patient. We have to be patient. We have to be patient with one another. We have to be patient with one another's growth. We have to be patient with one another's healing process. We have to be patient. So he had patience. Self-control, and I'm only going to do um, two more, this one and one more. Self-control. He has self-control. We have to have self-control. We have to be disciplined. I keep saying that. We have to be disciplined. We have to be disciplined, and we don't want to be. We have to be okay with the walls of safety. We have to be okay with the boundaries. We have to be okay with the borders. But guess what? Here's the powerful part. Although there's a safe borders and safe walls that God gives us to keep us safe as this new creation, guess what? He will extend those borders and he will widen those borders as we grow in in the newness of him. And as we take more on his character, guess what he does? He widens our borders and he stretches our boundaries. And he opens up greater opportunities to us because guess what? We have found ourselves to be trustworthy. Mm, That was good. That was free. And then the last thing, he was humble. And everything that God does for us and everything that he does through us. Because see, as a new creation, you're usable. In a new creation, God can use you now. God can pour into you now so you can pour out. And in all of that, stay humble. Because in the new creation, yes, you're going to be this person who is not who does not have low self-esteem or who walks in fear and who's timid and you know and sometimes in those areas some of us can get full of ourselves but we have to stay humble because it's Christ it's us being in Christ that allows us to be the new creation so I just want to give you a few of the attributes of Christ so that you can gauge yourself and again like I said throughout this week throughout this month allow yourselves to meditate on exactly what it is you can change exactly what it is you can do better i thank you i thank you i thank you i thank you for listening into a word for word podcast with me willette toy we are still on the word new and this week we talked about being a new creation in christ again if you have enjoyed this podcast please leave me a comment please um visit my willette toy page on facebook and leave, give me a message let me know what you think of the podcast i would love to hear from you i've had a couple of people tell me that they left the message um in a comment but i, I for some reason i can't see it i'll have to kind of research that but if you have already left a comment, thank you so very much. If, um, again, um, if you enjoyed this, share it, like it, let me know how you feel about it. And until the next time, as always, I tell you this happy listening, have a blessed week, have a blessed day, allow yourselves to sit and allow yourselves to get in your word, allow yourselves to be poured into so that you can pour out, allow yourselves to be able to hear truth so that you can change and become the new creation that God would have you to be. If you listen to last week's podcast, you should already be in a, in a place of having your new heart. And so now you're becoming a new, create, create, cre, a new creation. And so it will just flow. Amen. So again, happy listening. And thanks for listening to a word for word podcast with me, Willette Toy.